The new iPad Pro has a lot going for it. These are the best new features. First up is that M1 system on a chip. This is an absolute game changer. The M1 is the same SoC that's in Apple's newest Macs. So for the first time, the iPad Pro has the guts of a full-fledged Mac. Does that mean we're getting Mac OS on iPad Pros? Probably not. Apple has repeatedly said it will not merge iOS and Mac OS. Could Mac OS technically run on an iPad Pro? Probably. However, if and when Apple will allow that is a whole other video. But here's the thing. Apps that run on iOS and iPadOS can natively run on M1 Macs. Now, we could see software go in the other direction. Apple already has a guide for developers on running their iOS apps on macOS. The company explains that there is no porting process. That means if an app runs on an iDevice, it will run on an M1 Mac without any changes by the developer. However, Apple does suggest that developers update code to match the user experience of macOS. There's a whole section titled, Determine Whether Your App Makes Sense on macOS. I would imagine it won't be long before we see other documents that say, determine whether your app makes sense on iPadOS. Adobe is already working on making its Mac apps run natively on Apple Silicon. Microsoft has already announced that its Office 365 apps have native support for M1 Macs. So what I'm saying is that as apps are developed for M1 Macs, they could easily be tinkered with to create iPad experiences. The performance of these apps could be amazingly consistent between macOS and iPadOS. In an interview, Apple VP of Worldwide Marketing, Greg Joswiak, said that when we created the very first iPad Pro, there was no Photoshop. There was no creative apps that could immediately use it. But now there's so many you can't count. Essentially, he was saying that apps will follow the power. Apple is now in a really good spot where its developers, whether they make iOS or macOS apps, can build once and run on multiple devices with ease. I'm expecting the M1 iPad Pros to be able to handle some seriously complex apps. Next up, we've got Thunderbolt on the new iPad Pros. Thunderbolt means that the iPad Pro can do things no other iPad could do. If you wanted a 10 gigabit Ethernet connection on an iPad Pro, you can do that now. If you wanted to connect to really fast external storage, Thunderbolt is great for that too. Want to drive that ridiculously expensive Apple Pro Display XDR at full 6K resolution? Yeah, you can do that now. The newest iPad Pros can connect to a Thunderbolt dock and just go crazy. Will you ever need all that power? I don't know, but if you do, let me know in the comments. Let's talk about the mini LED display that is on the 12.9 inch iPad Pro. Apple calls this a liquid retina XDR display. XDR is the same set of letters you'll find at the end of Apple's Pro Display, XDR. The 12.9 inch iPad Pro can deliver 1600 nits peak brightness. That's the same as the Pro Display. They both have 1000 nits full screen brightness. They also both have the same contrast ratio of a million to one. These are pretty crazy numbers. Let's take a look at the price of an entry-level 12.9-inch iPad Pro. Okay, $1099. Let's take a look at the Pro Display XDR. Mm-hmm. Starts at around $5,000. And just for fun, let's look at the Pro Stand. Oh, it's $100 less than the 12.9-inch iPad Pro. You've got to love that. 
you can get a full tablet with XDR display for a little more than the stand for the Pro Display XDR. We'll have to see if Apple's claims hold true when we get to compare the displays side by side. But also remember that the mini LED display is on the 12.9 inch iPad Pro only. You won't get that on the 11 incher. Apple also beefed up the front-facing camera. In today's world of endless video conferencing, Apple bumped the resolution of the camera from 7 megapixels to 12. Apple also has a new feature called Center Stage for video calls. Apple says it uses machine learning to keep you in the center of the shot. That means you can prop your iPad Pro on a stand, move around, and have the camera follow you. Apple also says that if a second person pops into frame, the camera will zoom out to fit you both in. Apple's spec sheet says the front-facing camera has 2x optical zoom out. So when that ultra-wide camera zooms out, it's not a digital trick. And for all of you tablet photographers, the rear camera now supports smart HDR3 like the iPhone 12. And we all know how good Apple is when it comes to camera tech, so there you go. And let's talk about 5G availability on the iPad Pro. I think of this as more of a future-proofing feature. 4G LTE is out right now, and it's everywhere. 5G coverage is still not as great as 4G. However, 5G is the unquestioned future of wireless. If for whatever reason you're planning to get an iPad with a cellular modem, I'd say go with the one that supports LTE and 5G, and that's the newest batch. Oh, and by the way, there's an option to get 2 terabytes of storage in an iPad which I think is nuts. Let me know if you plan on getting a new iPad Pro. I'm Ayaz Akhtar, and I'll see you online.